Welcome, everybody, to episode 29 of the Post 20 Podcast. My name is Evan, and I'm joined this evening by Matt. Yo, what's good, guys? Um, Trevor has is not uh, joining us this evening. He has some things that he's doing, and I think he forgot that it was Thursday. I forgot it was yeah, Thursday, was, too. Yeah, I was going to say, just be straight up. You forgot what today was. Trevor forgot today was Thursday. So he's not here tonight. Um but he's running some errands. Uh, we weren't going to bother him and make a, make us all reschedule. So um, we're here tonight. We're going to chat to you about this week's going-ons and uh, some other things. Matt's been doing some content on the Instagram. How's that been? Yep. It's been cool. It's a, it's a new creative way to send out daily content for you guys, and it's not stale because when we post certain things on Instagram and, like, it'll be five days old news, so more like daily actual relevant content going out that day i feel is better than our reviewed podcast content from the past week you know what i mean yeah i feel like it's good content because even the past couple of days like i i've sat and watched them each day um mm-hmm. and i caught i even caught my girlfriend the other day she was like oh i saw that so it's good i think it's i think it'll help us engage with uh Maybe not, maybe not a different uh, sector of our audience, but I think <clears throat> it's more of like a news-based thing, and I don't know. I, yes. I kind of dig it. I like it. That's what I was going to say. It's more of like a news type of thing where you tune in like two to four-minute clips, and then you move on. Yeah, it's good. I like that, though. I like the condensed nature of it, and I don't know. I think that was a good idea. That was one that I was like, I just popped onto uh, the Instagram one time to like check it out. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. Matt Matt has some stuff. Hey, Matt's been doing stuff on here. So that's cool. Yeah, as soon as I got home from that uh, fingerprinting thing, I was like, all right, let's try something new. Yeah, I hear you. Sometimes you'd be, we all just be feeling inspired. I get that. Yeah, as I, soon as I turned 24, it was like, boom. <laughs> yeah, happy, happy belated birthday from, uh, I don't know, the audience. I'm, I'm saying happy birthday from the audience. Happy yeah, birthday. well, your birthday's coming up too. Yeah, my birthday's in seven days. Next week. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see. record on your birthday. True, it will be on my birthday. Mm-hmm. I'll have to see. I'll have to see a special if, um... dr- special drinking edition episode. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to see. Um, to see what's going on. Oh, I think I should mm-hmm. be able to record that day. I don't think anything's going on. There's nothing to do still. It's not like we can go out and drink. Kinda. It just sucks. I, I guess we kind of. You kind of can. There's certain places mm-hmm. that are open. I was uh I was at an interview today for some work stuff, but yeah. at the same time, like a lot of us, a lot of people filed for unemployment. Me being one of them, um, because I needed it, and I still need it. But I'm worried yeah. that if I if I take a job and go on the books somewhere, because this has happened to people that I know in New Jersey. This is kind of like a Jersey only thing right now, because our unemployment queues are fucking destroyed. But People are going in, getting a job, and then not being able to collect that 600 a week that they're due in back pay. Yeah. So for me, whenever I, when did I file? Like the beginning of May, right? Yeah. From the beginning of May to July 21st is like 11 weeks. So let's say they give me 350 a week in unemployment from the state. Plus the six hundred dollar federal PUA or whatever the fuck it's called, right? That that employment fund. Yes. That's a thousand, almost a thousand bucks, times eleven weeks. So if I fumble the bag and go and get a job and start working, and miss out on six hundred dollars times eleven, whatever sixty six hundred bucks, your boy's gonna be pissed. Yeah. So I'm just worried. I don't. I don't know what the fuck's going on with work and stuff like that. That's a that's a personal look into our lives, into my life, I guess. But um, pray for your, pray for your boy. I need this fucking. I just need just need the state to tell me like, here's the money that we owe you. Um, because I don't want to collect that shit, man. I don't. I don't fucking. No. I don't want to be collecting unemployment if I don't have to. Um, I've never done it in the, the however many years I've been a seasonal employee. For restaurants and stuff, a lot of people live their life like that. You know, I, I'd rather I'd rather just save my money and struggle in the winter. You know, work my way, learn learn the value of a dollar, 
Um, yeah. But when I really need it, when we all really need it, it's it's nice to be able to think, okay, they're going to process my shit instead of saying they're going to process me, but it's going to take two months. It's kind of a joke. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a joke because there's a lot of people, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed and, and grateful to have a support system around me, but for a lot of people, they don't have that. And they're waiting for this money and they've been waiting two or three months for, for money and they can't feed their fucking kids. It's pretty rough. Yeah. So I don't know. I know that's depressing, but <laughs> that's that's what that's what I'm dealing with right now. I'm not starving you, now. I just had a chicken cheesesteak. I'm cool. Yeah. Maybe you can start over and move to chop. Yeah, dude. Chaz. Yeah. I don't know. Start start anew. I just might have to. I might just get a new identity. Yeah, true. Fucking New Jersey's gonna steal mine. They've been fucking around with my social security number so goddamn long. <laughs> oh man. Um what happened this week? Uh the Premier League's back. Oh yeah, dude. All right. Uh, hold on. I how can I forget do we, this? Do we want to open that bottle? Can I right now? Yeah, let's open the bottle. Let's just I don't really have that much to say other than like I was really hopeful <laughs> and my dreams were really crushed yesterday. If there um, could have been a worse start to a comeback, it would have been that game. No, nah, but it was it was so arsenally, dude. Like it was just so trademark Arsenal the past season. Of course. Of course that's what happened. Of course there was like an obscure player that played well. Like Niketia was the only one that looked like he even knew what he was doing. And he did. He looked great. He was tracking back. Mm-hmm. He was the one that was on the end of runs. He's so quick. But again, not one shot on target. So I guess is he really that good? I don't know. But it was, it was it was just a city type of game where they controlled the ball and they yeah. just get it to Mares and he'll do his thing, get down the sideline, and then there'll be a little sweat. Yeah, and 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 Sterling missed enough that I was like, whatever. Oh, yeah, like could have been six nothing. Oh, one hundred percent. Sterling should have scored in the fucking twentieth minute. He had, he had an open net, and and to to Leno's credit, he played well. Um, yeah, I thought of everybody. He did well. He did. He played really well. Um, but unfortunately, David Luiz is on our roster. So when he was subbed on in the 23rd minute or whatever. Yeah, I had no idea that you guys had that center back. I, I looked at his stats. He only had two caps all year. Yeah. Or, or appearances. Yeah. I didn't even know he was on the team. Yeah, so when I looked, I, I watched the game. I, I Yesterday was shitty here, so like I just laid in bed. Um, we watched My girlfriend and I watched movies, and, and I was like, listen, when 315 rolls around, we have to watch Arsenal. She's like, what do you mean we have to watch it? I said, I'm obliged to watch this game. I have to, you know, whether I want to or not. I think we're going to get smoked, but I, we got to watch it. So mm-hmm. David Luiz came on after um, I think Xhaka went off. And they switched things around, and Louise came on anyway. Immediately blunder, dude. <laughs> like, big blunder. We concede. <laughs> then the second half yeah. starts. Oh, was it before the second half, the pen? No, it was... No, that was, it, was, that was it was the start of the second half. Yeah, it was... Uh... Okay, so it was the start of the second half. Mares has the ball in the, <clears throat> the right corner of the box. And Louise just runs up on him, dude, and starts tugging at his shirt. And I said, the minute, the minute. Well, no, he... the place, the place started before that. It was when it was like a long ball to Louise, and then like hit off his thigh and like skipped right by him. And then he had to chase it down. Yeah, well, and, that's and true. And then he tugged him. Mm-hmm. So, so he was he was behind because of his own blunder in the first place, which I actually forgot about. He starts tugging, and I knew that that. Marez was going to go down. Like, I just had a feeling. But David Luiz was, he fully pulled on him. Like, I, I would have gone t- down too, 100%. And it's wet and slippery. Uh, it was at the Etihad yesterday. So, mm-hmm. the minute I see this fucker go down, I'm like, oh, dude, are you fucking serious? And I said, that was probably his last ever game for the club. I hope it's his last game ever in general. Because I said, I was like, Morgan, so, somehow somebody hasn't assassinated David Luiz yet. And she's like, why are you saying that? <laughs> what, what? That's so mean. That's so awful. I was like, no, <laughs> dude, somebody's got to, somebody has to get rid of this guy. Like, he has to go. He's needed to go for years. He used to blunder yeah. at Chelsea, too. And 
It wasn't as bad. Two spells. Two but, spells. oh my god, dude. Just the hair flopping around as he, like, just walks off the field, like, casually behind the net. And I didn't realize right away that he got sent off. Yeah. He was like he was walking behind the net, and I was like, "Did he get sent off?" And then I and then I see him pull the card out, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, this can't, this is over, dude! Like one hundred percent, this is over." And then they put the they put the pen away, and I was like, "All right, babe, we're done. I'm done watching this. Season's over. Pack it in." So, yeah, man. it's just fucked. Well, what do you think of the whole twenty man squads now instead of eighteen plus five instead of three subs? I don't know. It's I mean, Plus I, the one minute water breaks in the half. Yeah, so, half. so I guess it's okay, and I understand it. And right now, I think especially you need those breaks because the players' fitness is so poor. Could you tell watching right. yesterday that everybody's out of shape? With the amount of injuries, yeah. Oh, Even it's the so first, bad. The first game, the first muscle, game. the muscle injuries. Like I could tell right away. Even like like you said, watching the first game, I can tell that match fitness they're not up to par right now, which is okay. Yeah. You know, I get it. Um, I watched in the first game. It was a zero-zero draw, and like the VAR decision was crazy because it was horrible. Blocked. Horrible. And then like there, were, there's, there's like at least a hundred cameras in that stadium, and at least half of them are looking at each goal. And you're telling me you couldn't have found an angle of the ball in the net, like across the line. We saw one. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I mean. Like. As it was, they were discussing it. Like we saw it cross the line, and then the VAR said no. And then after the game, the committee comes out and like they they're like apologizing. Yeah, they're like we fumbled the bag. It was was good for Villa because they're in a relegation battle, but it was bad for Sheffield because they're pushing for a Champions League slash Europa League spot. What sucks for a team like Sheffield that's been grinding all season and 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 really shown they've shown grit, um, getting up to the the top half really the upper echelon part of the table it does it does suck united yeah i know and it really does suck it's a shame because once again a team has been fucked by var a team that needs it has been fucked by var where you have you would have thought it would have been a city yeah exactly like teams that don't need it liverpool um it's at city's gotten a couple lucky results but a couple of bad ones as well from var um But the the team you see it ruling in favor for most, I I have to say, is truly Liverpool. Do I think that it has a a real bearing on whether or not they won this season? No, of course not. But they were going to win it regardless. Their team is is a hundred fucking thousand times better than any other team. Mm -hmm. But it's fucked, man. I I don't understand how VAR is still so shitty after all this time. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I know it's just VARs. It's technically its own system, but video action replay, it, which is not what VAR stands for, actually, but video action replay has been in sports for how long? How long have we had it? In soccer specifically? No, let's in, in sports altogether. Because Mainly the, the NFL. Right, but 20 years? More? Yeah, since it became prevalent TV, yeah. Right, so... To me, the tech that you have should be used across all sports, right? The advanced technology. But the NFL is another entity that consistently gets it wrong because the, the rules aren't clear. It's not only that the refs somehow don't understand what they're seeing on the screen, but the rules aren't consistent to what gets called. Like right. the Dez catch. How do we still not know what a catch is? We still don't know. Because sometimes mm-hmm. you see these catches get ruled. I know we're talking about the NFL now, but sometimes you see something that's clearly not what we would call a catch get ruled as a catch. And you would see something that looks like a catch get ruled as an incomplete pass. So I'm, I get frustrated because there's no consistency with action replay. So now that the can of worm is the can of worms is opened, we either need to get it set so that 100% of the time, no matter how long it takes, a call is made correctly, or we need to get rid of action replay. There's no in between. We can't play this halfway shit anymore because not only are we fucking with the results of the leagues, which are important, 
but we're fucking with people's livelihoods. We're fucking with people's careers. And we're fucking with the game itself. And it has to be over with. Yeah, I agree with that. Sorry. That's all right. It's like the NFL after one season going back on challenge and pass interference calls because of how small the percentages of them overturning it. Exactly. 100%. And by the way, guys, the reason if you see this, if if you're looking at this, the reason I'm wearing sunglasses is because I have a small migraine. My head's bothering me. Yeah, we forgot to mention with IGTV stuff, we're recording the show video-wise, and we'll cut up clips maybe throughout the weeks and episodes. Right now, we're dealing with technical issues, whether it's, well, it's most likely my laptop's outdated, but, and I don't have a good PC for it, but we're going to capture the video through me, and then Evan's got the audio, obviously, so he'll send it to me, and we'll figure, we'll clip stuff together. Hopefully, it will work out and look cool for you guys. Yeah, video content works better on Instagram, plus you can put a face to the voice. Yeah. Um, going back going back to the Prem, um, yeah. since it's back now, we have games all weekend now, and which is awesome because now we can do locks again, locks of the week. Thank God. Mm-hmm. So everybody had three games, and they're all soccer-specific pretty much. I got a different one. Um, I'm going to get Trevor's out of the way since he's not here. So Trevor's got... Well, I guess we all picked this game. The Man United, he's got Man United Spurs game. He's got Man United winning outright. Then he's got Barcelona Sevilla. Barcelona winning outright, and then he did a little different. He did Arsenal versus Brighton. He picked the over for two and a half goals for that. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I think Barcelona probably beats them. And he has United over Tottenham. Yeah. Harry Kane is starting, so I don't really know. It depends. I think I think Man United's gonna win because I think Rashford has a lot of good karma coming his way after I do what too. he's done during quarantine. Yeah. I feel like he could bag a hat trick, to be honest with you. I hope so. So that's I did the, I did Man United Spurs game as well, but I picked the over for two and a half. I, I think like that's I the think most it'll be over. Bet. It'll be over two and a half. Yeah, I think that's that's the most common bet you could do in like soccer is do at least two and a half on the over. I think I took that too, right? Yep. Yeah. And so I also got Lester Watford in the over two and a half. I think Jamie Vardy's going to come out hot. Me too. He always does. And then my last one I got, it's not actual like real sports. It's virtual. Have you been watching uh big cat? Yeah. I've been That's watching like the, just like uh stream highlights and stuff, but yeah. Mm-hmm. He's back in the national championship tonight against Miami. Revenge tour. He lost last season to Virginia Tech. Yeah, I saw him. He that. blew it. It threw five picks. Complete destruction. He he collapsed under pressure. There was there was one hundred twenty five thousand people watching it, and I'm imagining there's going to be at least one hundred fifty k tonight. They watching it on Twitch. Yeah, he has Twitch. He's all he's always the top five now. That's funny, man. But and what what him, is it? It's it's NCAA. What year? Fourteen. That was the last was the one most, they made, right? Was, yeah, with the Michigan guy on the cover. Oh the man, it was Josh Cribs or something. Oh yeah. But I got um, I got him minus ten against Miami tonight. Ten point favorite. Okay. So that's what I'm doing. That's and the cool. game starts like quarter after nine. So right after this. That's good. I had um. Uh... Let me pull mine off. I don't know. Here we go. So I have Norwich uh, ver- Norwich versus South Southampton under two and a half. I think nobody nobody strikes you as being a big goal scorer that game. No, because we we looked at the fitness of some of the top you know the top performers. Um, usually Arsenal's pretty match fit, and City is always match fit. Um, and they looked out of shape. So I think Norwich and Southampton is going to be like watching U10 kids, to be honest. <laughs> I think it's going to be really bad. And I'll probably watch it because I am, am going to bet on it. Well. Um, so I have that under two and a half. And then I have Tottenham versus United over two and a half. Like we said earlier, I think we both, I, I think United could put two in a minimum. And I think, yes. um, 
I think Harry Kane will get one for himself, and I think maybe somebody else, maybe maybe Lucas Mora or somebody like that, um, or somebody. Deli Ali suspended. Yes, and I was gonna say somebody in the midfield. I think could score too. I think it could end a two-two draw. I think it could end two-one United, and I think there's even a small chance that Tottenham could win this game too. Um, but I guess yeah, I would. I wouldn't count anybody out, especially coming out of quarantine and locked up for a couple months. It's worse in the UK, their their lockup situation. Yeah. Um so I don't know. I don't know if I that man United money line versus Tottenham pick that, that Trevor has is is bold for sure. But it should be a good game. I'm I'm excited to watch it for sure. Yeah. Um, the next two next two weeks we got like almost every day has a game. I know, it's so it's so good. I love it. They're just like stockpiling us. We could just turn into a Premier League page. Yeah, we we might have to over the next little bit. It's the best that we have. Oh, speaking of, um, before I get to my last pick, you saw that uh, Timo Werner went went through today, right, Chelsea? Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, he was on their Instagram page saying, uh, "Glad to be here and can't wait to put in the work." Yeah. So that. so he's not gonna finish. He's not gonna finish the Champions League with Leipzig. He can't because it's in August. Yeah, I'll be through. Yeah, well, who are they against right now? They're in the quarter. Well, Chelsea's still in the round of sixteen. They haven't played their second leg against Bayern. They're down three nothing right now. Oh so, yeah. I don't know if Werner can play because it's considered last season. No, he like... he he can't play for Chelsea, and he can't. He won't be playing for Leipzig. He he's ineligible to play. Okay. Which sucks. That's a shame. Um, well, with him, him like everybody, when they talk about where he's gonna play, they yeah. have him looming on the left side, coming in. Oh, and like Werner, Abraham's. Yeah, they have him like out wide left. Why? That's a waste. Well, they're just saying his play style. Like they're just showing a heat map of where he goes. He likes going. He likes drifting out wide rather than staying central. Like Abraham's a target man. Yeah. If they wanted to, they could do two up top. They should but just it play kind of two and our dynamic. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like they should just play two and let him drift. Timo Werner is so good, dude. He's unreal. The way it's set up, we have a flat four, and then we have Jorginho and Conte front with the two wings, and then you will have like a roaming cam or like a center forward. It depends. Yeah. Well, I mean, where are you guys? But, you really want Ziyech in there as a roaming cam? I guess, right? They're They're having him like out wide right. They have him on the right, Pulisic on the left, and Mount in that middle. These guys are center of the park players, though. I just know they're all versatile, which is good. Van yeah. Lampard's looking at getting guys that can play multiple positions. I just hope they don't get. I don't hope that. I hope they don't get shoehorned into those. I mean, for my sake, I hope they do get shoehorned. I hope they're all fucking terrible. But, um, I the I really average, like watching them play. Yeah, that, the. The style of the, of the team's getting better. It's like fresh air with Lampard, and like all, the average age for the team is coming down significantly. Like yeah. they're also trying to get Havertz too. I don't know how just like how much that makes sense. But... They better be ready to fucking serve transfer, serve a transfer ban. Well, I mean, I don't know if you can say that because we we already did. So what? <laughs> they're splashing more. They're going fucking crazy again. There's no reason that they shouldn't. If you guys get Havertz too, what he's he's got to be worth eighty million. Like yeah, minimum. they're saying seventy five, eighty euro tag. Okay, I mean, I, I'd say that's that's fair. And what t- Werner's buyout wasn't that big. They splashed. I think it was fifty. Was around that. He's. I think he's worth more than fifty. That was his release clause. Yeah. So. But. Uh, I think, um, well, he was supposed to go to Liverpool, and then they didn't pull the trigger on him quick enough, and then Chelsea stepped up. That's because there's no way they have enough money salary-wise to pay him. That's what some people were saying. They said they don't, they didn't have enough because they're they're paying for their front three already. Yeah, there's no way they have enough. I mean, I I know that they're great right now, but even just just an economical owner isn't gonna pay that. It's it's too much. Those guys are all proven players and winners, and they're eventually all going to want to get paid like it. So sooner or later, they're going to have to cut some of those guys. Well, Van Dyke is the number one paid. He's he has the highest salary in in the Premier League right now. That, that's what I mean. Like Arnold's going to want to upgrade Robertson. Oh, they also talking about they're talking about bringing in Koulibaly. <sighs> they're they're paying those guys peanuts right now. 
Robertson yeah. and, and Trent because they came up from, from the, you know, the farm. But um, I'm trying to think what they, they're going to want a week. I mean, they're, they're, they're the best right back and left back in the world. No, at this point. Yeah, I agree. I feel like uh, that's why they win so much. Um, yeah, Liverpool is going to be Liverpool is going to be tough. Um, I'm they, just really hoping to see Pulisic play this weekend. We'll see. He's fit, from what I hear. Because nobody talks about Hudson Odoi anymore. Yeah, I know. I don't hear anything about him. I think he's great. And then they're talking about Pedro and William being on the outs, but and they're Drew signed another year extension. Yeah. I wish he would come back to Arsenal. Yep. Good I really days. do. I really do. He he was a for all of his faults, he was a really, really clutch scorer for Arsenal. And he scored yeah, a he, lot of fucking bangers. He got like ten to fifteen for you yeah. almost every year. Pretty much every year. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Um I guess we'll have to see about Pulisic. I, I would imagine that he would play, at least see a little bit of time. I don't know if he'll start. Um, when is that game? Sunday. I think they played Burnley. Okay. I, I don't like Burnley. Burnley's like a bogey team. I don't know what to expect from the. Oh, no, we play Villa. I'm sorry. We okay. play Villa. You guys should be okay then. Jack Grealish scares me. He's always good. Well, oh, his socks me. come up. His, his socks barely come up above his ankle. He tied his hair up, dude. He's looking like Gareth Bale. He looks good out there. He's, he's getting everywhere, there. pretty much. I like Jack Grealish. Mm-hmm. I like him. He's a got lot. a little, little swag and attitude towards him, but he reminds me of Gareth Bale. Leave. He has. To, if they get relegated, he has to leave, right? I'm sure. I'm sure he would. Yeah. He's in his prime. He's like in his mid twenties. He's a bit of a troublemaker, though. Him. Like I well, don't. I think maybe he doesn't want to go to a bigger team because he won't be the top dog. Maybe he's got that torta ego thing. I guess it's possible. I mean, I don't. He does. Don't he does remind me. Of, he does remind me of Gareth Bale. Like he's just pacey as fuck and can really beat it down the wing if he wants. Um, he played this. He, he was. He drove out of the back this one um, session of the play. He won the ball in the mid in the midfield, like in his half. He dribbled past two guys, did a little shimmy, and then he sent like a forty yard through ball straight to his winger and then they almost scored on like a cross it was so good like he's got big burst of speed and he's he's really he's pretty agile but like he's great at, with the ball <clears throat> he's great playing the ball forward as a passer as well he's he's well-rounded man i think he could be really good on the right team um i think he gets overhyped because he's english they all get o- they all get overhyped because they're english i mean People used to think Jack Wilshere was was like the next big thing, you know. Glass on grass. Glass on grass. He actually had glass ankles. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Rest in peace. Where's he? Oh, I don't know. He was playing for. He's playing for. I uh, thought he was. Last I heard, he was at West Ham. That's what I thought. I think it's West Ham too. Yeah, they're gonna get relegated. There, there's a lot of teams down there. Yeah, I know. Anyway, um, I know we get stuck. I'm so excited that the Premier League's back. Um, my last pick is Arsenal to win over Brighton, but we will see. They eventually got to win, right? I think they should beat Brighton. I don't know. I I just I do kind of hope that we use this as a period where we try our younger guys out. I want them right. to play Saka, and I want them to play Niketia, and <clears throat> maybe get Pepe out there and really playing, so that I we can kind of gauge who we want to keep and who we want to get rid of. I think Aubameyang needs to go. Um, I'd like that if he would stay, because I think he's pacey and really quick and agile, just like uh, Niketia is, and I think. Mm-hmm. He has a, he could have a lot to learn from a person like Aubameyang, even though as he ages out. Um, but I really, really, really think Lacazette needs to go. That's crazy you say that for like because like for three four years it was always let's get Lacazette. And now yeah, like but then out. but then we waited three to four years and then got Lacazette. Is we missed I'm, the window on him, man. Yeah, we really did. I'm looking. 
I'm looking at the table. There's still a lot to play for. You're only five outside of Europa. Nine games left. That's a lot of soccer. Yeah, I know, but I don't want Europa League. You know, I know that we'll get it, but we got it's kicked. Champions League or nothing. Yeah, we got knocked out by like fucking Slavia Prague this year. Like I remember I was substitute teaching, like sit, sitting, <laughs> sitting at my desk, like on a VPN, watching this on some illegal fucking Reddit stream, watching us get the shit kicked out of us by Slavia Prague, just fuming. Sitting there in the middle of the day, molding. I don't. I don't need to watch that. Honestly, I really don't. No. But we'll see. Um. What else are we going to talk about? We've done thirty minutes on the Premier League. Um. Let's go back to NFL if you want. Yeah, Robbie Anderson. Right? Is that what we're going to talk about? No, no, no. Jamal Adams. Oh, Jamal Adams. I'm sorry in a trade request from the Jets because he knows they're not going anywhere. I mean, that's fair. I don't know why I was thinking of uh, fucking Robbie Anderson. I remember why. I remember why. Maybe so, he, it's maybe it's just like a media th- or a media ploy for him to just get a big contract. I guess. I mean, is he that great? Yeah, he's probably like the one of the top top five, top ten safeties out there. He's still on his rookie deal. Yeah. He got he got drafted twenty seventeen. But but are people rushing out now? Do you think to try to try and secure him or no? Do you think they'll let if him run? I don't think Jets will let him because he's like one of their top five guys on the team. Yeah, but Jets, it's... they 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 gave a lot to get Le'Veon Bell, so I don't know how much they have left. Plus, Sam Darnold's coming off on maybe getting a deal. Can't imagine giving him a deal. <laughs> I cannot. They, they got rid of Aunt Robbie Anderson. He went to Carolina. Yes. The the reason I had Robbie Anderson on my mind was because there's this story where he got pulled over in Miami, mm-hmm. um, and he told a cop that he would nut in a cop's wife's eye. Yeah, he said, "Fuck you, I'll nut in your wife's eye." Cop asked for it; it wasn't his fault. Oh man, I could, I don't know, I'll never forget that story. Oh, first time I read that, I was fucking crying. I guess. What do you think? What? what? No, you go, you go. I guess I don't know where Jamal Adams will end up. I don't know who's gonna trade for him. I'm trying uh, to think, people Who? say it's too expensive. It's too late on now. Yeah, of course. To try and get him because everybody's finalizing the rosters, and not a lot of teams have the amount of room for what he wants. So he's probably gonna stay. Yeah, but then he'll be miserable, and probably play like shit. Yeah, whatever. That's the Jets' fault. The fucking Jets. Never, ever, ever good. I can't remember the think, last time they were good. What do you think of Bryce Harper saying, if, since baseball's not coming back, he's going to play for the Eagles? I have I have a little bit to say about this baseball shit. Um, well, I think it wasn't really fully serious. I don't think we can ever really believe what he's saying. And I know it was kind of like said in jest a little bit. He was kind of joking. But yeah. there is going to come a point where if baseball continues to become more of a joke than it has. I mean, it's been a joke for years now because of Rob Manfred, who I hate. So, excuse me, so very much. He's worse than fucking Selig was. Um, if baseball gets any worse, we are going to lose baseball players. Because if you look at some of these guys... Bryce Harper could play football, 100%. If he was training to play football, he could play football. Just like 80% of athletes in the NBA could play football. What position do you think he'd play? Bryce Harper? Yeah. How tall is he? Six? I could see him as a safety. Yeah, I feel like he could play safety or he could even play probably fucking, you could line him up at tight end, dude. As a little special, little specialty guy. I don't see him taking a hit. You don't. I don't. He's six three, maybe. Cut. All right, he's six three. Yeah. He's pretty. He's pretty beefy. I mean, how tall is Taysom Hill? Oh, that guy's yoke. Right, but but he's tr- but he's a trained football player. You're you're trained. He's he's six two. Taysom Hill is. Yes. 
Okay, so so he's training though. He's training for that. He's used to getting hit. If Bryce Harper took three, two, two years, an off season and a regular season to train to be an NFL tight end, I'm saying he would be serviceable. I'm not saying he would be great. Yeah, but I'm I'm certain. Now says he's six three two twenty. Yeah, so that's he's six three two twenty. Yeah, right now. That's a pretty good build. Because I'm like ten pounds. I'm six three, one one seventy five, one eighty. So I don't think I could play in the NFL, but I think Bryce Harper could. He's he's an athlete. I he's a trained athlete. I think he could one hundred percent play in the NFL. But like I what, what I was saying was. If the NFL or the NBA or the MLB is what I meant to say continues to be as much of a joke as it has become, then we're going to lose baseball players to other sports, to other professional sports, because coming out of college or high school or whatever the fuck, they're going to say, dude, I don't want to play in the MLB. It's a joke. It's a meme. They're cutting salaries. They're, you know, nobody watches. It's only white men that watches sport, watches the sport, which is pretty much true these days anyway. So that's the only person that's watching fucking baseball anymore is is old white men. As the game continues to become more diverse and inclusive as it should, the the old the old way of baseball and whatever is is still there. It's so stuck in the past and the changes that they do want to make to make it more modern like the nets and shit like that, you're <laughs> You're not bringing anybody new in. You're just alienating your fan base already. So they're stuck. They can't make the right decision for anything. They suck. I, I hate hate fucking Rob Manfred. I hate baseball right now. I'm going to keep watching it, of course, because I love it at its core. But but the MLB needs to shape up or, like, it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to be a real problem. It's going to die. Mm-hmm. Um. It's been coming for years, and a lot of sports media, um, independent sports media and sports journalists that that I watch or read or listen to or whatever, are saying, we're tired of baseball the way it is. Like, we don't want to watch this shit anymore. What the fuck? And they're talking still about prorating salaries and cutting salaries and whatever. And I know Trevor said in the chat, he's, he's not here to defend his point of view, but he said these guys are bitching about their contracts and not not making the money that they were promised. But the thing is, those were contracts and they were promised that money. So to me, if you're not going to pay me my salary, I'm going to say fuck you. I'm not playing until you pay me. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I understand that that the 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 season is shortened and you're not playing as much. Cancel the season then. Let it be how it's gonna be, and 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 we'll start fresh next season. And you pay the players, the pay the players what you owe them. But you cannot just expect them to take a cut and get whacked, get their whole fucking financial, you know, <clears throat> their whole income whacked like that by thirty or forty percent, and expect to to just let them get out on the field and play. It's not happening. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know how you feel about baseball. I, I know you're not a huge baseball guy, but I've always watched it, and I, I'm not happy with the way it is right now. This is a real... This is could be the death of baseball, again, because it already died once. Yeah, I'm not huge into it, but like, it's it's a good thing to go to. Like, It's a great event to... Go with family, friends, and whatever. You go tailgate like any other sport. You yeah. go in the game, you watch it. It's America's pastime. I, I mean, the NFL has really become America's pastime. Pastime football has that. That and the NBA are just becoming more yeah media focused. I think it's. I think the main difference is the NBA lets the players do whatever they want on social media and pretty and like grow their own brands. It's the way it should be. And like people grab people grab onto their personalities and that carries over to the sport and them watching the game. Whereas MLB has strict policies against players having their own voice and brands. You know what I mean? 
the NBA and the NFL both. Uh, the NFL is the middle ground, but the NBA is, I would say, a more player-focused, liberal league. And because of that, uh, not, not just because of that, but the effects that it's had on the ecosystem of the NBA has made the NBA and the surrounding drama and whatever more entertaining to me. It's, it's far more entertaining to watch, for me, the NBA season than, one, the NFL season, and two, the MLB season. Because the players are allowed to be who they are, and they're allowed to say what they want, and they may get fined or whatever, but you're not going to be banned. You're not going to be banned for fucking kneeling or, or blackballed because you're kneeling or whatever like they do in the NFL. But now you see the NFL trying to get away from that, and they're going back on what they said before. And then and then the MLB, there's there's just none of that. You know, the, in the stadiums, you should see, I mean, you should see the fucking racism, the just the... There's so much vitriol, man, in baseball stadiums. And, and even that, that was the first sport to really break the color barrier. And there's so much, there's so many issues still with baseball. It's, mm-hmm. it's just ingrained and it, it, it's, it's gross. Um, I don't know if you saw last week, but Torrey Hunter came out. Um, he's a black player. And he said, there's one, <laughs> there's one place that I had a no trade clause um, to go to. And it was Boston. And I don't know if you know, but Boston is notoriously, it's a notoriously racist white city. It has been. It's, it's one of the most racist places in the North. And, and the N-word is just thrown around like it's fucking nothing. In those stadiums, I've seen countless videos harassing their own players, harassing their own staff. It's fucking unreal, man. It's, and, you, and you don't see that. I've never seen it at, I've never seen a clip of that happening yet. And I'm sure it does. I've never seen that happening at an NFL game. I've never seen it happen at a Patriots game, and I've never seen it happen at a Celtics game. But hmm. for some reason, with baseball, the fans or whoever it is are so stuck in this fucking 1950s, 1960s state of mind that there's so much vitriol and hate. And it's not even just racism. It's just... It's just bad. It's bad. It's just bad vibes. Bad it's just everything. Like a culture. The culture. Yeah, it's it. It's like the culture hasn't changed, man. They still think we're living in fucking. You're gonna go in public, and and scream at at, at people, really, like that. I think it comes down to a generational thing and how you're brought up. But also, with that being said, it comes up with the rising, uh, the rise of social media and yeah. um, Hollywood. And all that that um, pop culture control over the youth, and what they are, what they look for, and what they're shown. Yeah. Like now, like over the past couple of years, like YouTube and other other businesses with video services and stuff, they'll track what you're watching, and then they'll recommend content for you. Yeah. And then you can promote videos if you pay for it, and like if you're a big corporation, you can pay a lot of money to these websites to pump that your content into people's faces so they know about you without you even knowing anything about them that they're doing that yeah yeah so i feel like that's a big reason that our generation is not as or it's more open to diversity and stuff yeah they're told they're told to be open it goes with education system too you're told to be open and and to certain extents uh i don't even want to get into it like the privilege thing like some people are privileged and some aren't yeah, and like you can you can say that, but if you look deeper into it, it there's a lot more things that go into it than just your skin color and where you come from. What privilege? Yeah, just to like touch on the surface. Sure, of that stuff. But but let's, uh, like we 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 talked on it before about individual choice being like a big thing. Yeah, and I think that's what it comes down to. It comes to people's decisions, and they have consequences, and it. If you if like the group thinks it's wrong, then they'll get punished for it. And if it's if it's against the law, they'll get punished for it. But if you don't have evidence for that type of stuff, then like I can't do anything to help you. Right. But but what I mean is <clears throat> keep keeping this within the baseball conversation. Um fuck, I lost my train of thought. That's wild. Talking talking about Boston. Oh. Um There is there the reason that those people feel comfortable enough to do that 
is a is a really an effect of this, the place that they're in, that they're going out there and doing that and feel comfortable enough to say that that itself is the problem. The fact that they, they don't feel like one, they'll face consequences from the, the more broad society. That's an issue. And two, the fact that they don't feel they're going to face any consequence from the people that run the stadium or they'll have their tickets taken away or whatever the fuck is another problem. Um, and that, the ability to go out and scream racial slurs at somebody and not deal with an effect, the, the defect of it, or the effect of it, is, that to me is a privilege. You know what I mean? That's... Not being like racially, verb, like verbally abused like that stuff? Yeah, because... What, do you, white guys don't get... How often do you see a white guy get racially abused? Uh, in a like, sport, in sports, it's not, it's not. They're not getting racially abused, but it's the more normal thing for white people, specifically straight males, straight white males, is the white privilege shit, and it comes down to assumption. They assume the worst out of you. Like I would say, that's more of this discrimination that goes on today, rather than um, I think, saying the n word and stuff. I guess, yeah. Are the... that, that is what I would consider the equivalent if you can equivalent it. I I understand what you're saying, but I think being racially abused is far worse than somebody assuming that I've had everything handed to me. You can assume whatever the fuck you want. You know, it doesn't, yeah, I agree with that. doesn't there's, hurt there's my no feelings. Place, there's no place for that in sports. Like you see it in the Premier going back to that, like no yeah, room for so stuff. And, yeah, like there obviously you shouldn't be able to do that, but I'm if you're asking me, do white people get racially abused? And I would say that's the closest thing to it. Right. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, it it goes back to like similar like daddy's money and like that type of yeah, shit. Yeah, of course. Like, which is which is what a lot of sports started as, though. I I'm actually watching. Oh yeah. Um, I'm actually watching something called the English Game. I don't know if you've seen this on Netflix. Um. But the English game is essentially, um, it's fic. It's it's not really fiction. It's based on a true story, um, but but football, soccer, was created. Association football is, is Gaelic, but when it came to England, um, there was a club called the Old Etonians or whatever. It was a public public school, and they they essentially crafted the FA, which is the Football Association. And this is how soccer in England and Scotland and the rest of it started, um, mostly England. And it's they were there were mill owned teams. So these these mills, these cloth mills and saw mills and whatever used to own used to own publicly or privately owned teams. And then you would have the public school teams and they would all play in the FA Cup. And the original form of discrimination this is before there was there was any people of color in, in soccer um this was the 19th century yeah it's like the late 1800s so so this was discrimination in class it was class based you know the fa the people that made up the fa played on a team <laughs> you know the, they were younger guys they played right. in the tournaments it's a huge conflict of interest but they made the rules. So the poor people, the, the people that worked in mills and played for the mill teams, had to deal with whatever the FA chose. So discrimination in sport is so old, but, but and there will always be discrimination in sport, whether it's racial, whether it's class-based, whether it's whatever the fuck. We, we, we see it as kids growing up. You see it. You see the kid with the old beat-up cleats. He gets shit on sometimes, you know, it's, it's just, it's part of it. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, it's the competitive nature. It brings out the worst in people, but yeah. that not only is that an interesting thing to watch, but the, the discrimination that we see in sports across the whole landscape, not just in the U S it's, it's even worse. In, it's worse in Europe. You sh I mean, you watch an Italian league game or a Spanish league game, dude. I mean, what we don't, we don't know those languages, but, but the players will tell you, it is horrible. It's horrible yeah, to play. Italy, yeah, Balotelli's come out multiple times. People fear for their lives. 
rich, rich African-American players fear for their lives because these people are so filled with hate for nothing. I don't know, man. It's crazy. Crazy shit. I think another point that goes with uh, why baseball is becoming less and less relevant is uh, like on the grassroots level, how easy it is to pick up a basketball and shoot around. You don't even need anybody to wear baseball as you need like multiple people out there, like, you know, bat the ball, like a lot of more things go into it than basketball. Just get, yeah. get some, put on any pair of shoes and a ball and you're good. I it's hope. the same with soccer though. It's you're, you're seeing it grow again because it takes, you don't need anything. You need a ball. And if you're lucky and you have a place to go it, that has nice grass, a pair of boots, that's it. It's all you need. Just like with basketball, you need to open a ball and shoes. It's just cheaper. And it's why yeah. you're seeing the number of football players drop. And those people are going to play soccer or basketball or low contact, low contact, right? Lacrosse, another one. There's a little more contact there, but, but we're going to see a shift. Baseball is, is dying. I'm calling it here. Um, I'd, I'd like to see how they try and revive it. All right. That's 51 minutes. Do you have anything else to say? I know this has been a ranty one for me. Sorry. Yeah, we kept it very much to sports, and I think we should keep it that way. I don't want to go into another topic for another 20 minutes. All right. Uh, I think we just wrap it up. Okay. Oh, yeah, I got you. Uh, thanks, guys, for tuning in for the 29th installment. Uh, we should probably get a guest next week. It's been a while, to be honest. Yeah. Um, we'll have maybe to we see. should get Wade back. Maybe. True. funny. Yeah, we could maybe get Wade to... Um join on the discord we'll see it's a good idea original god um make sure you guys check our socials instagram twitter tiktok don't really post there but still at post 20 tiktoks at post 2020 spelled out yeah uh follow or check us out on when we stream our episodes on spotify soundcloud apple Podcasts. leave a five-star rating and a review over on apple so we get our show spread out more and to get it seen and um yeah we should be posting video snippets of this episode right here you're listening to and next week we're going to continue on igtv with daily news updates and whatnot and continue growing more content from there i guess anything else evan no man that's it thank you guys for uh thank you guys for watching stay safe out there and we'll catch you next week all right see you guys later